As 2016 draws to a close, we'll be taking a closer look at the property market here. Plus, we'll be catching up with the only business in Northern Ireland that's made it on to the Deloitte Technology Fast 500 for Europe and the Middle East. You're listening to The Profit Margin with First Trust Bank. Hello, welcome to The Profit Margin with me, Naomi McMullen and Jamie DeLarge. Now, 2016 has been a year of surprises. That's no understatement. Jamie caught up with Declan Flynn from Lisney Estate Agents and asked him to sum up the year. 2016 was a bit stop-start. A great, a great start at the beginning of 2016 and really the wheels stopped moving from quarter two, particularly in the property investment sector. But if we maybe start looking forward a bit, um, it's not all doom and gloom. Property investment is around confidence. That confidence has been dented given the headwinds that we have. Um, but if we start looking a little bit more at some of the sectors in retail, consumer confidence is strong. If you look at the Donegal Place or the centre of Belfast, retail vacancy rates have fallen another 2% this year. So we're, we're down at 10%. And remember, that was 20% three years ago. The office market is still reasonably strong. You're not seeing very many new office buildings being built, but particularly in the Harbour Estate, um, where the Harbour Commissioners are building, their new buildings, there are names on nearly all of the space that they've built. So whilst property investment might be challenged, and certainly it looks to be challenged in the first quarter of 17, the other sectors seem to be performing pretty well. What are the headwinds that would concern you as we look forward? Primarily, the headwinds are lack of knowledge about where we are and where the world is going to. So Brexit is obviously one issue, but there are a number of issues, particularly in a specific sector where rents aren't high enough to create development. Um, those are the issues that we certainly see in the first quarter. Um, and if we get a little bit of confidence around the marketplace, we maybe will see something more in this second, third and fourth quarter of the year. So 2017 also shaping up to be quite interesting, to say the least. Jamie spoke to property lawyer Ross Davidson from Davidson McDonald Solicitors. There's a lot of uh, developments in planning and, and to a lesser extent in construction. Um, and I think 2017 is potentially when we're going to see uh, heightened activity um, out the back of, of, of a sort of re-gearing phase uh, this year. Now, you did mention that you had higher hopes for 2017. Just sketch out how you think that the next year is going to go. I think 2017 is going to see... Um, uh, heightened trans- transaction levels, um, particularly in the office and hotel sectors, which is really the two sectors where we're seeing the most uh, applications going through planning uh, and, and cranes back around Belfast. Um, anybody, uh, anybody driving around Belfast and, and, and other towns and, and, and cities in Northern Ireland will see will see construction work again, which is great. Um, and there's there's a number of very significant uh, developments uh, being built out at the moment. A lot of those developments are owned or are controlled by um, funds uh, from from elsewhere, not not based in Northern Ireland, and they will want to get to an end point in 2017 uh, where they will want to dispose of those um, 
properties, uh, whether that's to back into local hands or, or elsewhere. So um, I think 2017 is going to be a busy time for our commercial property market. It's been said to me that we don't see enough people coming either from GB or indeed from the south to invest in our property market. What's your assessment of that? I think that's right. And I think we have to be accepting in Northern Ireland that there is still um, a degree of apprehension uh, about investing here. Nothing like what it was um, in years gone by. But to attract uh, external investors, the one thing they need to see is value. Uh, value that overrides any apprehension they have about coming into our marketplace. Um, and, and, I think, and I think that that is achievable. And we've seen that where, where investors have come in and they've been able to achieve returns here that they haven't been able to achieve um, in ROI or, or in the rest of the, of the UK. The other thing that we need to be able to present is that we work as an economy and that all of the facets of the economy come together to work. So that, that means planning system which I mentioned, the financing, all of the statutory bodies that have a role to play in terms of our commercial property market, that our transport systems work, that we have the employment pool and that we have the end users that these investors need um, so that they know that when they come in they can get through their development and more importantly they can get out without hitting roadblocks that they maybe can't foresee when they first come in. Let's see what the new year brings. You're listening to The Profit Margin with First Trust Bank. Now, I mentioned at the start of the show there was one firm from Northern Ireland that made it onto the Deloitte Technology Fast 500 list for Europe and the Middle East. It's a digital agency. Jamie went to meet Jeremy Biggerstaff from Flint Studios. Jeremy, you're operating, that is, Flint Studios, uh, in an industry which seems to be pretty competitive, but... uh, Give me an idea of just what it's like to be up against, you know, some of the smartest people operating in in software. Yeah, Jimmy, um, I think the market has moved on substantially. Um, It used to be creating nice websites or nice web applications was enough. But now we're very much in a very mature market that's driven entirely by results. So our clients have a huge expectation in terms of results-driven web applications and websites as opposed to just creating the pretty pictures or the nice looking websites. Tell me how you and your partners crafted the team that has achieved this success. Um, With a lot of hard work, uh, we've put a lot of effort into finding the right people. We describe ourselves as a learning yet challenging environment. Um, Most of our staff would confirm that we're a fun place to work, but we create a lot of variety in our work. And I think that gives us a, you know, an attraction to the marketplace in terms of people looking for jobs that give them a breadth and depth to what they're looking for in terms of their career. Well, your clients vary in, in what the areas they cover. Tell me some of the more interesting ones. Well, um, you know, it definitely is in our marketplace. It's not one size fits all. And, and one of the most curious, very unique project we worked on with it was a company called Insect Lore, based in England, um, but a wonderful company that actually delivers caterpillars online to schools and children across the whole of the UK. And I actually did it myself with my son, Jacob, and it was it was really class to see them grow and flourish at home and then we released them in our own garden. And that, that was a really fun, 
really entertaining, a really nice project because uh, it was giving something back to you know the schools and the kids, and it was a lovely project to work on. Well, the caterpillars obviously are growing, but is the business at Insect Lower growing? Yes, uh, as a business, you know, they moved uh, to Magento with Flint Studios, which is an e-commerce platform, and they've seen a huge growth in terms of their sales since doing that because we've put a lot of work into the integration of that software with their back-end systems so as they can deliver the Caterpillars quicker, faster to their customers as well as fulfil more orders. Now, all this success has meant that you have qualified as the Deloitte Fast 500. Tell me how much of an achievement is that? Um, it's hard to put into words. Um, I think when we set up the business five years ago, we, we would never have a plan to achieve such a great result. You know, to come in the top 500 in a, as a service company as opposed to a product development business is a, is a really great achievement. And I think it's just a testament to our entire team and the effort that we've put in and the work that we've done, you know, with our customers who hopefully have benefited from the results that we've helped them deliver. Now, I imagine you're not content to rest in your laurels. What's the future holding for Flint Studios? Well, as a business, um, you know, that's exactly the, the, the issue for us. We can't stand still. We have to grow and develop further. And as a business, our focus is now on how we can expand further. It was a huge or it was a, a very strange thing to see such a wide range of people at the Fast 500 and what they do and what products they sell and what services they provide. But for us, it's the next step is probably to go more deliberately into a bigger market outside of Northern Ireland and focus more strongly in the rest of the UK and also Ireland. You have a team of something like 25 in and around that number. Uh, how big do you think you can grow in terms of staff? Um, over the next sort of two to three years, I think our plan is to get to 35 to 40 people. I think that's a, a sensible, achievable t target, Jamie. We want to get a bit more focused on specific markets because the market in GB is bigger and requires more resource. But we think 35 to 40 is achievable by, in, in our world, the 1st of January 2020. Good to hear they have plans to grow. Now with a look at what's coming up in the week ahead, here's Neil Parker from First Trust Bank. Coming up, we'll have the latest business sentiment survey from Germany, the IFO Business Climate Index. The IFO has long been touted as a reliable indicator for not just German activity, but for the Eurozone as a whole. Last month was a solid reading, so we look for continued signs of improvement from Europe. And from the UK, we'll have the latest GDP numbers. It's hard to interpret these numbers as many firms are still on business as usual following the Brexit vote. And the true impact of the uncertainty of the UK's future relationship with the EU will only be start to be felt from 2017. And further away in the US, with the recent rise in interest rates by the Fed, the US seemed content with the considerable progress their economy is making. With the rest of the world now stalling on rate hikes, the US looks set on their continuing upward path, possibly trying to offset Trumpflation, the inflation that might appear during Trump's administration. Another one to watch in 2017. So it's getting to that time of the programme when we showcase a startup. This week, it's the turn of Andrew McMaster from Orange Bison. They're aiming to create a central hub for the gaming community. Hi, my name is Andrew McMaster and I am the founder of OrangeBison.com. 
Orange Bison is a game news and review website focusing specifically at the indie game industry. Our main aims are to become the global hub for all indie game news reviews and interviews, to provide space for game jams and to work with local game studios, universities and colleges to bring Northern Ireland's first indie game showcase. The Indie Game Showcase will provide students and those who are self-taught a location to show off their games to local game studios. Prizes can be won and there may be further opportunities presented, such as employment at these studios. We will also be working with game developers to make available training courses on creating computer games. And the Orange Bison platform will also provide exclusive content and collector's items such as games posters. To learn more about Orange Bison, you can visit us at orangebison.com or reach out on Twitter at The Orange Bison. That's it from us. If you want to get in touch, you can contact us on Twitter at The Profit Margin or on Facebook at The Profit Margin. You're listening to The Profit Margin with First Trust Bank.